Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On with Mario Lopez. What's up, y'all? Mario Lopez joining me now in studio, filmmaker of the new documentary, the critically acclaimed The American Me, Mr. Burt Marcus. What's going on, my man? Wow, what an honor to be on your show. Well, what an honor to have you here. Now, full transparency, Burt and I are friends for, uh, wow, a long time now. I don't even know how long, years. And I'm really proud of you as a, a big brother because you've managed to build quite the catalog now in filmmaking as a director and a producer. We worked on a cool doc together, produced together called Champs, which by the way, did really well on Netflix too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And that focused on boxing and sort of how life itself is, is um, a fight and a struggle. But let's talk about this new one, the American meme for those who may not be familiar with what a meme is. How would you best describe it? I mean, the film isn't necessarily about memes. No, I understand. Right. I want to get to that. But the word itself, because some it's, it's, Bri- even people like Bryce Harper, the, the professional baseball player, <laughs> called it a meme. <laughs> I, think, I think you did, too, once in 2012. Oh, get out of here. Uh, we, we taught you how to Don't say it. Don't be lying to Nichols. Now you're starting rumors. I'll find the audio. <laughs> oh, no. 100%. Oh, shut up, Frazier. You came out of in the blue. 20, just in to, like 2013, just in like 2013, you called it a meme and asked us how to pronounce it. Oh. Oh, you are such a okay. Clearly, Caught both of my producers are liar faces. <laughs> liar faces. <laughs> anyway, what operation are you running? Here? Yeah, exactly. You could see my loyal staff. Uh, but a lot it, of ball breaking. <laughs> a meme is what exactly? Well, well, first of all, let's talk about the how it's spelled. The 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 reason it appealed to me was it's spelled me me. And I think in this world, living in this me me society, and I think we can all relate to this. To a certain extent, I, I, to me, that was something that meant more than even what a meme is. I mean, a meme is really, you know, the, these these captions you're seeing on Instagram that kind of capture this moment in time and people kind of alter them and and turn them like Michael Jordan's crying face has sure. become like this iconic meme. And, and what's funny which, is, which, by the way, now, ironically, a whole generation of kids um relate to Michael Jordan oh, just off the meme. It's unbelievable. They don't know the greatness, but they hey, that's the guy. Greatest basketball player the, of all time. Of all time. One of the greatest athletes. And. 
and they they recognize him just because the meme really transcended the, as just the guy who cries. That's what your kids are living in right now. That's exactly. How, that's how your kids will probably refer to him. Which so, is sad. I, I think, you know, <laughs> oh gosh. And, and, and his producer's holding up a yes. cardboard sign of Michael Jordan. And I'm a outraged by this because Mario knows me well. And knows this is a gift I'm, I gave to Mario. I'm a Jordan fanatic and very defensive of Michael Jordan, especially growing up with him. I'm wearing the new, the new Jays right now from... You know, 1988 on my feet, but <laughs> right. Mario's envious but, right now. But, it's, but it speaks to a bigger uh, issue. It, it's essentially about social media as a whole. And you got a lot of social media stars as well as reality stars. What sparked the fascination in wanting to cover this topic? I think growing up in L.A. especially, it, it's it's a place where when we were growing up, people always had their hats down, wore hoodies. And it was kind of this thing where you didn't want to necessarily be recognized or captured on the street in your element. Right. And growing up here, that's how I saw celebrity. It was people did their kind of thing, try to accomplish something to become a celebrity, whatever that word meant. Um, but they had to do something and they had to attain uh, some sort of success to to be anointed that kind of term. Right. And Level I think status. Yeah. And I think these days, um, especially over like the last 10 years, we've seen, you know, as the paparazzi rage w- was really big about 10 years ago. And then with the advent of the, the cell phone and the smartphones that are in everybody's pockets, we everybody's a filmmaker. Everybody's a filmmaker and everybody wants to document everything. And right. instead of having, you know, People magazine maybe show the first picture of your kid or something like that, you're seeing some of the biggest celebrities, Oscar winners, whoever, they're the ones recording it and sending it out to the world so that and I think it's a sense of control as well. But it, that kind of sparked some fascination with me on um because you can be the star of your own little film in your own mind Absolutely. and create this celebrity without any sort of talent, skill set or substance. And it's it's it. The that? line between reality and fiction has been completely blurred. Right. Too. And that's something to right. me that was really appealing because we this new generation growing up, th- this is everything their phone. You know, this is how they get their information. This is how they communicate with their friends. This is how they portray themselves. And to me, it was very important to kind of peel back the layers and show the inner workings of some of the biggest and most successful social media stars and how they were able to use social media to reach some of the highest levels in this genre. Which, which by the way, you can have a full on very lucrative career um, being one, a social media star. Were you blown away by some of the money that these people make? Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's baffling and it's, 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 like talk about some of the salaries that some of these. I mean, we have we have people. I mean, Haley Baldwin talks about in the film that she, you know she's made one hundred and fifty thousand or yeah one hundred fifty thousand dollars for one post before. She has a lot of friends who have made over one million dollars for one post. Uh, and I think we're in this world now where social media. It, we weren't trying to portray it as positive or negative or preach or you know we don't have a narrator in the film telling you one way or another. I think the idea of the American meme was really to hold a mirror up to ourselves and say, how do we all play a role in this? Because we're at such a crucial moment in time. And I think we've hit like a real cultural kind of um, a real a, a pivotal moment in, in, in our in our society where we don't know the repercussions of this. You know, we don't there aren't studies right. for end on years on how social media and these likes and these follows and how we. Uh, the adrenaline that we're feeling when we're looking at our phone all day and, and how this is going to affect us in our later life. And to me, also, the people that are so successful that we're showing what's fascinating about the film and what I was so grateful for was they were so vulnerable, honest, real and allowed us this unprecedented access. And you start realizing that no matter how many followers, no matter how much money you're making, no matter how many likes, why am I still not happy? And I think that's something that was fascinating, because at the end of the day, 
we're all on this earth to be happy. And I think that was something that I found to be an interesting conver- uh, a point of conversation. Well, we've discussed the 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 highs where you can make this incredible amount of money for, for posts and what have you. And and on the flip side, social media, too, has been detrimental to many people's lives, ruining careers. They're going backwards over uh, years for, for tweets they posted, um, the bullying. So there's there's quite a dark side. And you guys explore that too, right? Oh, because gets, I know the controversy yeah, with gets, the film. It gets quite dark. And I think that's what made me as a filmmaker so appreciative of the of this cast and these people to be so real and, and open with their lives. Because I think there's not there's nobody in the, on this planet that can't relate to this subject matter. On a, on a macro level, I mean, I think nearly between 2.5 and 3 billion people are currently on social media are using and that number's growing. And on a micro, I think on a, on a daily basis, we judge ourselves so harshly, especially I think young kids, like everyone you, you're, you're watching people who are so successful and, and it's, but is that even, you know, and so happy and doing all these amazing things. And the truth is, like I said, the, the line between reality and fiction is blurred. And, and this is just the reality that they want you to see and I think that's an important thing to, right. to recognize because we judge ourselves so harshly and right. we, we unfairly. Are, yeah. And, and we're so hard on ourselves. And I think that's it adds to a lot of depression and FOMO exactly. and this whole idea that we're not doing enough. And the idea for me was a horrible message would, to kids. Yeah. And I was too. hoping that this film would hopefully hold, hold a mirror up to that and people right. would stop judging themselves so harshly and can hopefully um, understand that, you know, these guys have used this as a tool. And hopefully if you can use social media as a tool, it can be a great you know, it can be a great tool to to launch a career or do so many different things in your career to advance it. But, you know, it's important for me to have this young generation kind of see the inner workings of it as opposed to what they just see on online. Exactly. And the pitfalls. And you, you mentioned you go you grew up here in L.A. You're a rare Angelino native. Um, and coincidentally, you went to school with one of the stars, Paris Hilton. Yeah. I know you guys grew up together. Yeah. Uh, how was it working with Paris after knowing her all these years and, and, and her, she's been, she's very, she's sort of an enigma, but at the same time, she herself is fascinating because she was sort of the pioneer of these reality TV stars and yet has managed to sort of, to, to stay incredibly relevant, at least financially all over the world. Um, is that a, a skill set or what do you, what do you attest to that? I mean, what for, did you learn from about yeah. her and the people in the film? I think what I learned about Paris is that we, you know, we all know she's a Hilton. We all know she was born as an heiress and into this, you know, privileged family that has a really well-known name and, and, and pedigree. But what really amazed me about her is how not only how she built her career, but, you know, she's kind of the OG of all this, of how the, she created the blueprint of how to be famous for the sake of being famous. You know, and during the 2004 kind of time, everybody was wondering, OK, like, why is this girl? Why is the paparazzi following this girl? Does she have a job? Does, what is she doing? Right. Um, what's her other than she has the last name Hilton and she's pretty. And and so what that's the, all it took, apparently. <laughs> and, and well, what happened was this is how genius she is. She, you know, obviously, the simple life was a, was a huge part of that. And once that launched off, she had a lot of controversies with, you know, the, the tape that came out and all these these negative things that came came out about her, but just kept kind of feeding into this frenzy of, of her name. Right? right. And her name was kind of all over the world. And how she was able to parlay that, though, into something that has endless longevity. You know, she has 25 perfume lines that generate billions of dollars literally all over the world. Um, And she has this connection. She has a product line for pretty much everything you can possibly think of. Mm -hmm. And even though in L.A. we may not have heard of it and we don't know about it, it it is killing in Taiwan. (laughs) It's it's killing everywhere around the world. It's unbelievable. And I think it's a testament to her because and the reason I really loved 
to have her in this movie was she doesn't need right our four protagonists in the film they all got involved with social media for completely different reasons the effect social media had on their careers and them personally is completely different and i think for her Paris Hilton doesn't need social media, right? She already had the name. She's already going to be famous. She's already going to be fine financially. But what's interesting is her connection to her fans was so unique, which is what, getting back to your question of what I was so surprised, especially knowing her, it's one thing to hear that you have such a strong connection with your fans from around the world. Right. It's another one to witness it. Yeah. And we were filming in Ibiza, and I'm not even kidding you. Or she still did DJs. Oh, right? she's DJing out there for a huge sum. Like, DJs, DJ, DJ, <laughs> DJing it. out there, crushing it for you know some <laughs> some sultan with like three hundred falcons. And 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 what was so fascinating was that these people were DMing her from all over the world, going to Ibiza, and a couple of them, two of them, were homeless and kicked out of their homes. Oh uh, kicked out of their homes, you know, had major family issues. And Paris communicates with them on a daily basis over DM on Instagram, and invited them to stay with her while we were filming. <laughs> you know, Paris, uh, who, by the way, and I was like, are you, should we have like random people sleeping in her house while we're filming? Like, yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. them. And she's like, this is my family. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, I give, uh, uh, give Par- her a lot of credit. I give her a lot of credit yeah. and, and a lot of respect because she's managed to endure and been resilient and been very creative. She's a genius. Getting herself. And yeah, and, and, and financially, you know, the joke's on us. Crushing. Exactly. No, I give that's only an America kind of story. And God bless her. And, for and, it. and one thing I'll just say real quick is in this film that what was important to me and I before I even agreed to have her in the movie and we talked about it was really, will she show a side of her that's never been seen before? And will she show her real candid truth and Mm -hmm. be vulnerable and talk about the lowest moments in her life. And I think one thing that, you know, the feedback we're getting is that, you know, people really appreciate that about her because we've, she's humanized herself in a way as as the rest of the cast, um, in a way that I don't think people have seen before. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, listen, I'm again, proud of you. I really look forward to seeing it. I've heard nothing but great things and, uh, it's obviously being critically acclaimed. It's on the splash page there when you get to Netflix, that's very cool. And, 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 in a world where there's so much content for you to stand out, it means a lot. Before I let you go, man, I want to put you on the spot. Quick questions, quick answers, okay? Everything, anything for you, Mario. <laughs> anything. For you. Look at those dimples, by the way. Can we just say most? It's been un- a while. They're gonna right. Okay, thank you. And this is not even his good side. <laughs> <laughs> most underrated Christmas song. Uh, Happy holidays. Is that a song? I don't know. I just, that's just the only one that came you to mind. I like it. Best holiday dreidel, movie. Dreidel, Dreidel, is that one? That's right. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> best holiday movie. Oh, best holiday movie would probably be Home Alone. I mean, I don't think I don't think you can beat that. All-time favorite meme. I think it's the um I think it's the Kermit. The, the Kermit meme. What's the Kermit meme? There's a hoodie. Yeah, with the hoodie. Oh, Kermit with the hoodie. Oh, good, <laughs> good. See, and it's and it's in the American meme. Okay. Best Christmas gift you ever got. Best Christmas gift I ever got was this year that my family's healthy. Nice. New Year's resolution? New Year's resolution would be probably spend a little more time with Mario. And, you know, you always you always are a better man when you do. Big brother Mario. I will I will I will say the highlight of my year was going to the Max uh, relaunch with you. That's and, right. And you were with me the That's night that right. it opened. I, I, I invited myself to uh, to so go stupid. with to go with the Lopez family and uh, <laughs> dude, I got to literally see the inner workings of AC. And you know, I'm a, I'm a diehard you know Say by the Bell fan, so that was a real thrill for me. That was fun. I that was a thrill that. for me. And also watching you launch your career. I mean, you you you're a huge inspiration for me. I'm not just saying that. Because you're here, you're you're uh, a bit of big brother to me always, and and Thanks, I love buddy. you. Well, 
I love you too, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> that was a Paris Hilton saying amazing as well. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's been here yes. quite a few times. And listen, everyone, check it out. The American Meme on Netflix. You can follow my man on Instagram, at Bert Marcus. Thanks for stopping by, Bert. Oh, dude, thank you. On with Mario Lopez. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.